Hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of the Crown Yourself podcast. So I don't know about you, but I have been obsessed with dressing Barbies up since I was a child. I don't do it anymore now, obviously, but uh, I still have a good collection that I'm saving for maybe one day a girl or a uh, or, or a granddaughter. Uh, who knows at this point? But style has always been a thing for me. I've always loved really exploring how clothes bring out a personality. And in my various evolutions of growth, transformation between careers and next levels and relationships and in my body and all that style has been a constant companion and friend, sometimes frenemy back in my bulimia days when I didn't really love my body so much. But since finding my authentic voice and discovering that that voice within back in 2010, style has been a constant companion and something that I have loved. And I know I've on this podcast, I have shared about how when I was in a part of my e-commerce company, my style was shot. Like I got all buttoned up and professional and let's be honest, boring with my style um, to please others. And coming out of the style closet, when I started my crown yourself business, it really was an awakening when I actually had to hire a stylist for my photo shoot because none of my clothes actually fit the vibe of what I wanted to bring forth in crown yourself. And that's why I am so excited to bring to you the stylegasm queen herself, Jennifer Marie Koch. She is a personal stylist and she is about matching your inner matching your outer, bringing up the confidence in the room, and she is not for the wallflowers. Her style is vivacious and vibrant, and it stands out. And now, of course, if you're thinking like, that's not fully my vibe, like I don't necessarily need to have all the sparkles, that's okay. We got you. The point is in this episode that I really want to drive home and that Jennifer just makes the best the best case for is how style can be leveraged for your external and internal transformation. Because let's be honest, according to the Morabian communication model, 55% of our communication is physiological, which means it's our body language, it's how we carry ourselves, and it's also what we wear. It's how we assess somebody and what they're wearing and kind of make very fast, rapid two-second judgments about them. And if you're struggling in your business or in how you're being perceived in your career, whether it's being perceived to the degree of success that you've had or being recognized for your value or being able to embody the the beautiful feminine curves that you you own now as, as a mom, or if it's just you're stepping into that next phase of your new business and your new form of leadership and that new venture. And the style that you had before may not reflect who you are bringing forth to the table now. This episode is for you. Jen has worked in the fashion industry for over 15 years, including working in Paris and starting a bespoke women's clothing brand in Bali, Indonesia. She evolved into styling after realizing that she didn't enjoy making products, but loved the deeper interactions with her clients around style. She's the creator of the world's first style oracle decks, and she also brings energy mastery teaching 
into the style and into what she does to really create a transformation from the inside out and for your outside to reflect what you got going on on the inside with all that renewed confidence and alignment of energy. She is not the girl next door, and she is not a one-size-fits-all approach. She leads an extraordinary business in life, traveling all over the world. She was actually our first guest here at our home outside of Austin, Texas. And she really works with the women and some men who are dedicated to growth and excellence in everything they do, including in how they appear to the world, because your perception of yourself is what you're projecting out there and vice versa. So I look forward to you enjoying this episode. Be sure to take a screenshot of it and tag Have a Stylegasm and crownyourself.now in your screenshot telling us what your style breakthrough is and better yet, show us what you're wearing. Because this is a podcast medium, we can't really see the glorious amazingness of you. And so take a picture in your outfit now. And if this episode deeply inspires you, which I know it did for me to stand out even more boldly as the queen that I am becoming and already am, thus the paradox of life, take a picture of your outfit while you listen to this episode. And let's see how you're styled and how you're feeling in your body, in your clothes, and what's being reflected on the outside from deep within. Thank you so much. And now I bring you Jennifer Koch. Welcome to the Crown Yourself Podcast, where together we build your empire and transform your subconscious stories about what's possible for your business, body, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm a master mindset coach, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, known to my clients as a game changer. Each week, you get the conscious leadership strategies you need to help you reign with courage, clarity, and confidence so that you too can make the income and impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your royal invitation to step into your full potential and reign in your divine purpose. Your sovereignty starts here and your reign is now. Jen, the stylegasm. I just want to dive right in because the name, what you named your business was, is so orgasmically delicious. I mean, it's in there. (laughs) You know, what was that thing that made you want to go for something that's so bold? Yeah. So before I had Stylegasm, I had a brand. I lived overseas in Bali and I had a made-to-order brand. And that brand was called Wildflower. And that just, it didn't seem to really encompass what it is that I wanted to communicate. It sounded very bohemian. There's a lot of brands with the name Wildflower. And so it planted the seed that a name is super important, super important. And it really communicates the essence of what you're going to be doing forever in that business. So I actually found this woman, she wrote this, she has this business called Eat My Words. And I took her workshop and it's called, oh, her book is called Hello, My Name is Awesome. I read her book as well. And it takes you through this process. I really need to write her because I've I've spoken about her so many times. It really takes you through this process of the most important thing you'll do in your business is name it and taking that intention. So I took about a month actually, and I was looking at all these different angles and really what the essence was is uh, clothes give me so much joy. It's this like orgasmic joy in my body when you I'm wearing this like double tool 
dress right now. Um, <laughs> don't file. Yeah. And I was like, I want that joy for my clients and for people to be so radiant and so in love with with how they show up in the world. And so I remember having, I remember writing down, because you come up with all these different ideas. I remember writing down stylegasm and that just felt, it felt like too bold, but it's funny. Shima says in the process, a lot of times you will come back to things. And I remember coming back to it and being like, yeah, that is it. And that I'm really not for everybody. The essence of my brand, it, it is for a really special person that I'm here to serve. And it's going to be the attractor and the repeller in my brand. And so that is how I got to style custom. I love the boldness because it's definitely not vanilla. And you also, unlike other stylists that I've seen or connected with you or worked with, like you have this energy that you bring to the work that you do. Like you have your style oracle cards, you have the energy mastery workshops that you host so it's not just it's not just about your closet what do you bring forth from the essence what does style bring forth from the essence someone's soul Mm -hmm. yeah exactly when people want to talk to me about what the trends are what how you should build a cops wardrobe and you know i can have some dialogue around that but it's something so much deeper than that it's it's really and ex- the true soul expression of who you are and how you show up in the world and and how you can, you know, clear out all the gunk of who you're not really so that you can really be that like full on authentic self, like full stop to like really, really be seen because style is the most underrated personal tool out there, personal development tool. I mean, of course it's important to do, I do all the inner work as well, but when you do style, you are making a real declamation. If you're going to be wearing something bright and fabulous, like you gotta, you gotta own it. You gotta like really, you really gotta be that, that, that person. And it's an initiation. I mean, I don't know, like even design, getting your first designer piece like that. Think of all the stuff that comes up about stepping into that. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember when I bought my first designer bag, it was a Louis Vuitton, like laptopy briefcase bag but it was like really classic and I was like this is what I'm I bought it when I was 18 years old because I just started my first job I'd saved up to buy it I was so proud of myself and I was like this is what I'm carrying around back then because I was in acting and in Hollywood and screenwriting so I was like I'm carrying around my script I was carrying and I was like this made me feel like a pro and Yes, there were still those imposter syndrome feelings that kind of bubbled up from time to time or like the feelings and perceptions of like, I should save this only for special occasions. And the question really hit me of what if that special occasion is today? Because today someone sees, I got so many compliments on that bag, like someone sees that and they're like, oh, well, what is it that you do? And that was what sparked conversations. Yeah. It's style is that it, it, I love that you say that it can bring up those limiting beliefs about who you are, what you think you can pull off. And I would venture to say that you can probably pull off more than you think. Oh, absolutely. People, people always can. And I hope that's like one of the like best kept secrets is with style. 
people approach you, people talk to you, people want to know what it is that, that that you do. I mean, I'm actually a shy, introverted person, but people are, it actually makes it very easy. And I've gotten, I've gotten clients that way. People are curious, well, what it is that I do? And there, yes, so much, so much opens up by, it's it's like the ultimate like magnetism by showing up in, in style. Of course, you got to do the inner self as well, but yes. The inner self and the physiology as well to be able to carry it. But I too have gotten clients from the conversation starter of my own style. Yeah, because especially when I go to conferences, I wear a lot of sparkles and I have the scratch marks to prove after it. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I have had so many people say, oh, my gosh, I love your shirt. And they're in the the neutrals, that buttoned up professional style. And I'm like, well, if you like it so much, like, why don't, let's add some sparkle to the, the occasion. So how is it that when you work with, walk me through your process of working with a client mm-hmm. who is drowning out that authentic sparkle that they're letting shine through? This is a big starting place because people are so much more bold and beautiful and luxurious or whatever wacky, whatever the things than they than they think they are. And if I, as a stylist, were to come to my clients and just ask them, so you know, how would you like to dress? They'd probably say, I like to be classic. I like to shop mid range. You know, like it's like. <laughs> there's and they're like man you're, you're so much more if you're drawn to me and they're drawn to you Kimberly like there's more come on <laughs> come on. yeah there's more in there there's more in there so one of the places I start is with my style oracle cards that I have here so actually I did develop these years ago when I was in Bali and they're 52 cards and they really they help reflect something something even more juicy that that in the subconscious of how someone wants wants to show up actually i can pull a card for you now if you're oh yeah because i remember when i pulled my pulled my first card it was jenny mine or yeah playful yeah playful and i remember she did this fashion show years ago that i would always watch and i always loved her style and i look fast forward to now and i'm like I have the nails, the tattoos, and I'm like, oh my God, I literally, I embodied it unconsciously because that was part of the style that I just loved reflect, reflected in her boldness and her inner playfulness. So, pull a card, let's do it, let's play. And just to say, the cards were originally based off of real people, and then I got into like legal issues that I can't really. So, they were based on like some, they have been characterized, but your card, I was like, it was originally based off of Jeannie Mai, and I love her too. Um, so, go ahead and pick a number for me between one and 52. 44. Okay. It was like 43 also wanted to come out, but 44 is what came out. Oh, wow. Wow. You got the, you got the deepest card in the deck. And actually, this will probably open a lot of conversation for us today. You got the fitness card. I, Love this card. Not anything to be scared of. Uh, I'm Regia. Regia, forgive this card. Um, forgiveness. You embody forgiveness. Your your heart is open to face difficult pain and trauma. You are compassionate and brave in your willingness to explore your dark edges. You do the deep work that others are terrified of, yet you don't stop there. You bring the dark into the light for transformation. You're always fighting for a worthy cause, but are also mindful not to fall into depression. It's important for you to stay connected to others and and so you remain optimistic. It's no surprise. Well, this is not you. Sometimes this person is like, you're no, you're, you may be drawn to like edgy fashion styles, like a lot of black and sharp lines. Um, various meetings, you regularly move on from the past, including old goals, friendships, and ways of being that are no longer re- relevant. 
and you love your body. You've forgiven yourself or others how, for how hard you have been on it. Um, and this girl, so this was actually based off uh, this card. This card was like the beginning of my style journey in so many ways. So this, this is this is based off this amazing, it's like it's like from Iceland, Icelandic playwright who she as a young adult, I think she was in college. She had studied abroad in Australia or I'm sorry, no, she had a she had a boyfriend that had come to Iceland and ended up actually raping her and it being this really traumatic thing in her life. And about like 20 years later, they actually her and the guy reached out to each other and were like, we need to talk about this. And because it affected their lives in so many ways, and they ended up meeting in South Africa. And there's all this, you know, with Nelson Mandela and all this symbology. And it was like for them, both her and him, including him, that for him to be able to forgive himself and for him to be able to forgive the situation. And then they actually wrote a book together and spoke about all, all the things about like rape and why it happens and why he thought he could take advantage of her and it, and it's it's a really incredible story about the the true power of forgiveness so i know a little bit about story i know that you've had you've, you've gone through your own traumas and have come out the other side and and just to say i think a lot of times myself included like we're both we're, we're, we just like get each other you know we're both we love to be brave we love to be shiny but what people don't always know is like how much pain and trauma we actually have gone through and that you're like you're the light and you're here and helping helping others to get to the other to share their stories how did you get to the other side to find your own light you know i was actually really lucky in a way i i was i was doing a lot of things in personal development i had kind of a similar story it's, it's someone that had taken advantage of me um and i didn't admit it for a couple of years and then i remembered what happened um and there was a whole thing where he he was trying to contact me for years there was a lot there was a lot there but and I was doing you know, personal development work. And then one day I just had one of those really miracle moments where he had contacted me and I I don't know, I had this visceral thing in my body and I just, I like, I, I, I didn't have any more anger. I like only had like love and forgiveness. And I wish I could tell you how exactly I got there. I don't know, but I did. And I just felt like a real freedom from all of it. And I think when you get to that place, you're just like, you want to help others. I'm like, yeah, what a gift to to the other side were you ever shamed for your style when you were younger because oh. I, I know i was for sure oh yeah 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 i mean even still yeah i mean I, not that i don't care but um yeah you know i i think it was hard M my sister is not me and my sister has amazing my sister is beautiful and has her own gifts in her world but i think it was hard having we're very close in age we're like 15 months apart so I think sometimes even still in my family of like other women I, I'm not trying necessarily to outshine other people and it actually makes me uncomfortable when people are like oh well, you're so pretty and you're so that and in a room full of women you're like oh you know everyone's beautiful everyone's a beautiful flower they don't have to wear tulle and bright pink to to be beautiful so I would say there's that um you know, just like any of these people, people that don't, that don't, that don't get me that think, you know, whatever they think, whatever, that's just, that's on them. Yeah. I think when I was, um, when I was a kid, it was really hard for me to separate when I felt really good about myself and my style, which was a rare occasion. <laughs> like I felt really, I would feel good about my style, but not so much feel good about being in my body for a decade because of my, uh, bulimia struggle from 12 to 20. Mm-hmm ish um and 
I remember those moments when I felt really good and I would style myself in that way. And then I would receive shame and, oh, it was, it was biting. Mm -hmm. And that experience of like learning the unlearning of the plagiarized programming that other people have said of who you should be, how you should look, what you should wear and whatnot. I mean, I remember once when I was like, when did I decide that this like surfer Mm, was mine not yeah but I think that's it's such a beautiful reflection of style in general is what is it that's on the inside that is trying to be communicated Mm -hmm. and that for me um I've always had style I've always had like just this natural just sensuality like this Mm -hmm. I was an early developer and I loved old movies. I loved fitted clothes, and like looking at Marilyn Monroe and Audrey Hepburn and how it like perfectly fit their bodies. And it wasn't like this frumpy dumpty look. And that did come with having to face my own shadows of my own insecurities until that, like now I don't care. Now I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, but being in relationships in the past where that was shamed of like, oh, you're showing off and oh, you're trying to be this. So when when clients come to you and they have an, are in an environment where they want to stand out, but maybe there's some people in their life mm-hmm. where that shine, that sparkle, that sexiness may, they may have maybe just that projection of their own insecurity. How do you navigate those conversations with them? Yeah, I think that's so much of why people are so scared about doing this style thing and why they want to, let me just do the fit in, just do the neutrals or whatever is the, what everyone else is doing, but not too showy. Um, yeah. Well, I also, I bring in this work called Energy Mastery, which we can talk a little bit about more later, but that really helps people to really like shed and let go of a, of a lot of the stories. And there's there's times where you need to really like pull it out when thing, people do get really triggered by by certain um by certain things around that um so many things come out in the process of style like if someone has a big one is insecure around the bodies because it's gonna it's gonna bring up stuff and a lot of my clients i would say even at times majority their bodies are not have have changed um post-pandemic post kids and a lot like one of the biggest things I hear is, well, I should lose 20 pounds first. And for the people who are really willing to like walk through that and realize that they don't they don't need to um, and that embrace exactly where you are. But yeah, things come up, things come up around. One is to say we go like step by step. It's not like I just like throw people into the wild. I'm like, all right, now you got to go like wear, wear a ball gown and, you know, <laughs> get a bikini on the beach. But um, I think in, in my process, it is really... A, it's such an individualized journey that I'm taking somebody on and we're going like step by step by step. And again, some people have some more sensitivities, you know, or a lot sometimes. Um, That really is like, as we really, as they really get themselves out there, it is that full embodiment of themselves. So I think by the time that we really get there, they're like, this is me and this is who I've always wanted to be. And, you know, just like, I have a client and she's a very like she's a high profile person and we're kind of in this group together. I'm 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 like a young I'm a lot of people are retired and older and stuff in the group. And anyways, but she's she said to me one time, like, she's like, you know, 
these other women, I, other women here are like jealous of you. And it was like, I, I don't even notice. I don't even care. <laughs> so, you know, you can get to the point of like, that's on them, you know? Um, so helping. Yeah. I think, I think when, like when you, when you're fully in you, you feel really good and you just don't, all other stuff just melts away. And honestly, I believe that if you keep shining your light, it's that that's permeating their own plagiarized programming, which is hard to look at, but it's still creating that that shell of who they were thought taught or thought that they shouldn't. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable conversation when you're being cracked open. Yeah, and mostly, you know, an uncomfortable conversation with yourself. Yeah, look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, but I mean, too. I, I thought of you the other day of of your concept of like just you know start where you're at and because for me post baby post second baby there's just been with all the change and stress of all the things of moving and and whatnot like there's been some poundage that have stayed on and i look at my body and i still like having done that deep inner work for a decade over a decade i look at them like yeah so (laughs) i can still look backless and beautiful and know that there are some clothes in my closet that I don't fit into and that's okay. And do I have a goal that I need to be like, get to that point? No, not necessarily. Some of those clothes have really amazing memories attached and I just don't let go of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your thought about the process of closet cleaning and having all the the clothes of like either goal clothes or having clothes that just don't fit where you're at right now I'm all about the purge like <laughs> yeah yeah I just spoke with someone the other day and they're like oh you know like I bought a dress too small to like motivate me and it's like oh man no that's it. oh man uh, uh, <laughs> yeah well, um yeah well their closet is very symbolic about what's happening in your psyche with your energy so for people to really look at, okay, is it is it a big mess? Is it chaotic? Does it show old identity? Does it have things from old job, old seasons of life that you know really don't reflect who you are anymore? So, I I am a believer like we best to have a closet that's fully functional that that you love. I mean, you don't want to be going into the closet and looking at the things that remind you about when you were however many pounds later. But it's also not to say. Yeah, clothes do have memories, and and there's also some things that we do even with muscle testing and stuff about like knowing when some when some things it, it is really time to like let it go that it that it had its life and that you can welcome in something so much better. And then there are also things like there are going to be things you're going to want to keep, and you may never you know I, I think we, every client's different, but kind of can decide on maybe putting that in a storage unit. Like I had a client that, you know, it's like the skirt that she wore on her first date with her husband, you know, like things like that. So it's like, well, not can't wear it again, but it, it can it can go in like the memorabilia um section. So um but ultimately I would I would hope for people that they that your closet, you open it up and you're like inspired and it's easy to put outfits together and it just it it, you know, you feel elevated with each, you know, each time that you get dressed um, and that it's not haunt, you know, haunting you from who you once were and who you're not going to be anymore. I think that's such specific language as to the energy of things mm-hmm. of what you said of haunting you, of reminding you like 
the dress that I very clearly, it's like hanging in front as you, as you walk into my closet. It's this beautiful, sparkly, white fitted dress that I don't fit into, but it reminds me of just such a wonderful time. Um, I wore it to the DGA Awards. I got to like, it was right before I met my husband. It was right when after I'd found out that my film got distribution and I was so excited. So I was like, that dress just reminds me of like, that was the catalyst dress into the life that I was able to create. Mm -hmm. And so seeing it brings me so much joy. And I'm like, maybe once, maybe someday one day, but I, I have, have spent enough time to where I'm not putting my pressure, any pressure on myself to fit into that dress again after two children. It's just a beautiful reminder to me in memory. And like you said about, you know, the shirt that you wore, you know, the shirt that your client wore or the shorts when, you know, they met their husband. And I'm like, yeah, I have a shirt. I remember the shirt that I wore. It's definitely not my style. It's a peasant top like this. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's not my style but it's definitely like I that that one in my memory box like because I just I know that that shirt so well and I just it just has such beautiful memories to it but I think it's it's about that energy of attachment attachment to things or attachment to the old identity Mm -hmm. and so as you see people shedding their old identity and belief systems of who they are to really claim who they want to be, what are some of the first things that you see go? Is it like mm, underwear? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, um, definitely. Um, first things I see people go. I would say um, one is I notice a lot of women are given clothes from their mom, their mother-in-law, some friend, like, oh, this isn't quite fit. It's not quite my style. And I'm like, Oh man, I feel uh, so many people just ex- ex- women accept like the hand me downs, and then like if that was hanging up in a store, would you buy it? Do you really love it? So that's that, that's one. And there's a lot of guilt of like almost like the you know leftover food. You don't want anything to go to waste. So I think when people really when they really start, especially like talking out, they're like, oh, oh wow, I'm, this isn't me at all. Um, that's some of the first things to go. Um, obviously, post pandemic a lot of people are getting rid of some of their office attire that just is not gonna working from home now uh have a different body um or you know or whether they're retired or what have you things changed in their career people yeah a lot i mean people have some really ratty stuff as well i mean yeah whether it's underwear or um like loungewear i really yeah um really love for I really I really look at everything in someone's class if they're willing I'm like we'll, we'll, we'll do it all we do your handbags we do your loungewear we do your underwear we do you know um, go through all of it it's all it's all important um things with you know I I can often tell by my client's body language when it's time to let something go like what people, does language look like they're like like they just kind of have this like vibe about them you know um it's interesting as pe- people uh, often when i'm getting interviewed or something they're like oh you know well, what are the you make your clients get rid of stuff or trends i'm like it's like not like that at all like i can just tell from them that they're like they're like repulsed by that they that, that whatever experience brought up with this piece I, I have had clients that had a lot of things associated with exes 
you know, or experiences that were really painful to look back on. It's like, yeah, that's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Like get rid of the lingerie you wore with your exes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Energetic standpoint. Like just yeah. don't bring that into your next relationship. Let it go. Yeah, totally. Totally. But the ability to, like, I think one of the the counters is in it, and I've seen this a lot in the in the coaching space and in the because especially when you're working with such good-hearted people who want to be of service to the there's a concept around style that it's materialistic yeah. and that's all about service. Mm-hmm. Respond to that. I know you're so like sold and and then uh, and energetically in tune. Yeah. Well, style is the expression of your inner your inner the outer and i probably depending on the person talk about different experiences of clients that have had I mean, most of my clients are you know pretty awake humans doing doing something in personal development in, in some regard and um it's really that it's really that embodiment of all of of all it is that you've done before and who, and walking the walk and talking the talk really showing up and so many of my clients are like they've gotten to that point where they, they are successful. They they are, you know, they run a lot of, you know, have to manage lots of people, lots of things in the business. There's there's they have a very full life. And yet they can th- when you look at style, there's like it's, it's showing signs that they're actually hiding. They're actually putting themselves like lower on the priority list. And how much really shifts when the when they use style as you know use it as self-care like take care of themselves first every day feel like feel amazing each day being willing to like go out there and really be seen and not hide behind boring frumpy plain clothing so um i think yeah so much of what i do um it's it's very misunderstood and i think that you know people that they get that nudge, you know, I think people know, they get that nudge, like, yeah, like, I there's, there's really, this is an uncharted territory for me that I, I, I need help with. And to say, like, it's like with any area of your life, if you want to improve it, like, um, we go, you know, go hire help. A lot of my clients, you know, they, they work with coaches, they work with healers, they have an accountant, they have a physical therapist or personal trainer, like, Style is not an instinct, instinctive thing to most people. So be willing to get help with it if you need it. I think that that's so necessary because it, I mean, one of the biggest catalysts of change, and this is something that I work with all of my clients on, is your environment. Like you can't change in the environment that made you sick. But you always think of that as like our external environment of like, oh, does that mean I just have to move? No, not necessarily. It's like, who are the people you are hanging out with? But also, what is the environment of like what's on your body and what is this, you know, 3D form that we're living in? Like, what is that environment? Is it a toxic environment? Are you like moistening it with a whole bunch of crap food? Um, Or like, what is the environment of the body? What is the environment on your body and what's the environment of your body? Because all of those pieces are catalysts to change. And I... um, we had a conversation where I mentioned like way back uh, when I was acting, I learned about Laurence Olivier. Oh, yeah. And there was the method acting form where like you imagine the character and you brought it up from the inside. But there's also the external 
of the outside work. And that was how Laurence Olivier worked, was from the shoes up of looking at like what what is the character wearing? How do they feel when they're wearing that? Like there's it brings forth a different energy if you're in a, a blazer than in a ball gown than in a you know pair of shorts with a sweatshirt. And what is that energy that you're bringing forth in the environment that you're that you're creating that you're actually living in inside your body? Yeah. So true. Yeah, I love I love when you told me that. Absolutely. Yeah. Even I, I had a client recently I interviewed and she was like starting a new business and um it seemed kind of crazy to go. She she was like, I knew I needed to work with you. She I worked with her neighbor and she saw her neighbor's transformation. And she was like, Wow, it's like the wag the dog, you know, it's like the clothes. It gave her this confidence, you know, kind of like pushed her to really show up in this in this elevated way because so many people say like oh I'll, I'll just wait i'll just wait until i am whatever get get to this next level of whatever in their mind they think until i do style and it's like well no what if you use it as the tool to actually show up in that way to get to the next level yeah i think it's it's a common misconception especially in those who work with like in a lot of coaches that i see who work with the subconscious mind mm. it's like oh you have to deal with the belief systems first and you know why do you like all of those belief systems and subconscious structures of like let's tear down the plagiarized programming and i'm like what if you just put on the blazer like <laughs> yeah, right. what if you just worked out like what if you just took your body to the gym and actually activated or took it to a Pilates class and activated your parasympathetic nervous system because then you're working somatically from the physiology and working from the bottom up instead of just from the top down. Totally. Because it's the, that I think if you play with it in multiple layers, (laughs) fashion pun, play with it within multiple layers, your development grows faster rather than looking at like I just need to go deeper 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 into this iceberg and I'm like well what if I mean I think if the Titanic I if the iceberg that sunk the Titanic had been bedazzled they might have seen it (laughs) and moved faster but it's not just dealing with the underside of the iceberg yeah I love that I love that (laughs) so true so looking at like with that energy that you bring, do you find that there is, has ever been an enmeshment with your own energy and your style with your clients modeling you rather than so much them and who they are? Mm, no, I, I I haven't. Um, I think really from the oral cards and everything that 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 we do, they really it. it it's re- it's really about them. Um, I've had some clients that resonate more with my personal style. I have one that you know we pr- probably could share clothes kind of thing, and there's been there's been some like that. But I I also I I call myself a personal stylist, but in a way I'm really a style coach. I, I like stylists because I think it's more understood, and I don't know I like the sound stylist just sounds cool. But I I'm really and bringing that education piece to my clients. And for many of my clients, we work together through our through our journey and they know how to do this on their own. And they may occasionally touch in, you know, sometimes people come back for refreshers or they have something really big in their life. They want that, co- that collaborative process, so to speak. But, um, but yeah, I, I really believe that people, giving people the tools to be able to do the style thing on their own. 
So I can't say that they that anyone would leave and start, you know, dressing like me, I, I think. Yeah. So if someone to look at where to look at their closet and just kind of have that assessment and have that eye of, of a tool of how to process through what's what's not working. Mm-hmm. And what would be what would be the first step for them? Mm. So if they so if they're going to their closet and they're like, this just this doesn't feel like me at all. I don't know where to start. Whether, whether it's like, oh, I think I I think I need to up my style. I'm not sure. I think I need to address how I look. I'm not I'm not being respected. I'm not really feeling seen or heard or validated in my work. Uh, how do I need to be? How do I want to be perceived? Is this really giving me the experience life that I want to have? Mm-hmm. How would you? How would they approach their closet to like look through and feel th- or feel through like what's really looking? Yeah. Well, I mean, one does to say uh, awareness is like a really important first step. So, um, and I, and in some ways, like giving yourself permission to admit where there's misalignment, you know, to like not try to cover up of like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, but to like really be really like look at what you don't want to look at for a moment you know is important um you know doing doing a per doing some purging in your closet even even just having someone taking like you know those real humdiggers in your closet that you're like look at it like they're just torturing i've had people that had wedding dresses from their exes i had someone recently that had all these designer bags from this very toxic ex i'm like so that's got to go like you know like i don't care that it's chanel like buy yourself another one um so really look at like the real heavy those heavy things and either whether you have to just put it somewhere else for a moment um i i think a a really great way um to kind of know some of the direction you want to go is look at who you're jealous of like look of like on social media or like have that like oh man i wish i could be or you know jealous of that can be a a little bit of a starting place about what I love that. I think jealousy is such a powerful tool because so long as you look at it through the lens of awareness that that's something that you actually want. Rather than like, uh, my favorite thing to say is like, if she can, I can too. Or if he can, I can too. And so I'm like, if she can pull off that, I can pull off that as a mom of two kids. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, then what else yeah it's like um it's kind of like if, if i have a i have a number of friends that are professional organizers and it's sort of like the same thing if you if someone if you were someone was coming to them and they have a hoarding problem or they you know they have an issue it's like you you would be like okay i, I think i think you would use you could really use help from a professional and yet for a lot of times with style, people just think like, oh, I can just do it myself. And there is, there, again, there is something to be said of like having that person that can like having someone, whether it's me or another stylist that you resonate with, like having someone to see what you can't see and 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 that's taking you on like a step-by-step journey to get you the result you want. Because you probably just look, it's, it's overwhelming. You don't know, but you don't know what to do. You just know that it doesn't feel right. And so um just knowing that there's a path to to get there and there's many steps along the way. So when someone's dealing with like limitations of their, their or perceived limitations, because 
Yeah. Let's be clear with what limitations are, but like whether it's a mobility or weight or some physical part of their body that they're just not fully embracing yet. Um, How do you work around it? Do you mask it? Do you like downplay it? Do you, you highlight it? Do you bring that forth into their awareness? Like what's... What is the process that could be used if there are those pieces of ourselves that maybe we still want to consciously be aware of that we are hiding and we still want to hide them for a little bit? Yeah. So I, I bring in this work called Energy Mastery, and, and I, 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 I only know one one other stylist who's really cool that she does some energy mastery. But um, I would say it's like the secret sauce to to what I do because it really really helps people be like receptive to this process to be able to like move forward. And there's such a shift because when I started as a stylist, I wasn't bringing in energy mastery versus my clients that that I do. Uh, it really is the most magical thing, truly. So um, th- yeah, I mean, things, things, things definitely come up and with energy mastering, one is like, learning to clean up the energy and some people have some really heavy garbage crap in, in their minds and energy mastery when you work on the energy it's like a, a really elegant and easeful way to shift someone without having to go into like all the story I, I don't need to know all the stories of your childhood i don't need to find the the we're just gonna like clean it up so um i know it's not it's very it's very mysterious but it sounds a little like um timeline therapy and as far as one of the processes that I put my clients through um, to where I don't need to know the con- the content of what is causing the the programming of anger or sadness or fear or guilt or shame like we I just we just need to find in your timeline the point of origin and then go and extract the learnings and going through that process like I've had clients eliminate generations mm-hmm. of anger and sadness and guilt and shame, and then had clients had have profound experiences where they were holding on to like a paternal or maternal guilt, and then went back and asked the parents, and the parents were like, "How do you feel about that?" <laughs> we never told you, and just it sounds very woo-woo. It is, but it sounds like energy mastery has that magic of just. To identify the context in some way of what's in an in an energy field, yeah. Even the energy mess. I mean, we, we really don't we don't even pinpoint even it. we just clean it up. Like, yeah, yeah. We don't even know. I don't even know what it is. But it's like people. All I can say is the results of it. Of like. I did like I had one of my one of my first clients I did energy mastery on and she had a really bad breakup the year before she still wasn't over and that was reflected in her closet and so we had to work through getting rid of stuff but like does energy mastery and she is like all that grief was just like she moved past it ended up in a new relationship was like got a new area of her business she was starting was just like on fire and I'm like oh wow it's just from like working on energy okay <laughs> and i can just tell you like story after story i'm like with my clients I, it's kind of a joke and i'm like it's just it, i build it in as mandatory because people think it's kind of weird initially but then their lives get so much better so i'm like may as well you know yeah it's yeah. like totally didn't think at it why not yeah you're investing in a in style and in yeah. all the clothes and go along yeah. you know <laughs> might as well have it be a clean slate exactly <laughs> so 
as you, as someone, is someone able to feel out their energy field for like what style is representative of, of who their soul wants to, of how their soul wants to be expressed? Mm, um, yeah, I, partly like cleaning up the energy, like, and like the literal of what I do, like the cleanup energy. And we have this, we have this energy field and we pick up stuff. I mean, we, we all do all day, every day. We pick up stuff. We carry stuff from our ancestors and who who knows what and just cleaning up that container um and 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 when people come to my class they learn how to do it for themselves so that they can be brighter and shinier um and have those like energy hygiene tools as i would say but yeah as you learn if you like clean up all that stuff that isn't you i, I feel like that it's like that real self emerges and and that is really connected with style because style is the expression of that of that soulful, that true self. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that, if that makes sense, if that, uh, answers your question. It does. Yes. What, what's your favorite part about the experience that you provide? Mm. Giving others a style guess. Yeah. I would say it's the ripple effect of it's like my like it's and I love clothes and I could play with clothes all day long and you know a love 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 clothes but really the best part is how much it changes my clients to show up as who they really are and then whether that's going and you know starting the YouTube channel going and starting the business creating a new business following it like all these things like ripple out into from their lives like it like that just to see someone to see someone really show up you know show up in all their glory and their beauty and uh and then there's like they, they can go out and serve others and they can go do the thing that they love and it's like that, that, i mean that's the best part i mean how fulfilling that i get to help you know help initiate that well you are just phenomenal jen I think we can always swap closets at any time. <laughs> we have some similar style patterns that I see. And I would love to dive into a little bit of rapid fire, which will wrap this up. Yeah. So who is your favorite female character in a book or a movie and why? Uh, well, I'm obsessed with Emily in Paris. <laughs> uh, I mean, I lived in Paris. I worked in PR. I have the bangs and I got my bangs back. So I just, uh, and people, people like, people are always like, oh, you know, yes, like I'm not a big uh, TV person or I mean, I don't even know how to turn on the TV, but I'm, I don't watch Netflix, but I watch Emily in Paris. Um, and I think what I love, I mean, it, you know she's cheerful she's optimistic she wears these like bright fun clothes it's obviously a bit of a drama it's entertaining but um i i love that show so it's a it's a great show i love the show and i love the fashion on the show it's just yeah. absolutely beautiful That's and it. who what woman would you want to trade places with alive or past but obviously when they were alive not like currently but alive or past um at any point in history, what woman would you want to be in her body, experience how she experienced the world? I think I'm Coco Chanel would be really yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would be she was she was so revolutionary. I would just I would be so 
curious. I, I've watched the film about her and um, yeah, I think she, she's a really cool person. I'd be really curious what went through that, that being. So what is your morning routine as a stylist? Yeah, well, I'm very big on like morning and night routines. So oh, that's my, that was my next question. Oh, okay. So on like a, my really good day, so I, I wake up, the first thing I do is like, I'm energized. I'm doing this challenge for like well, over a year now. Um, I go and like, will like make hot water with lemon and usually and tea a lot of times. Um, I do my like grounding exercises and then I do the same meditation. It's like a something in energy battery heal a body heal a world and it's it's it works on your energy but it also is this beautiful dance of like like that you give and receive and that you've had this beautiful flow and i've been doing it for almost two years every day that meditation in the morning it's like 15 minutes um and then then i would like pull a style oracle card to inspire um what i'm gonna wear and get dressed start my day um, and then in my evening routine, I take a salt bath, um, not Epsom salts, actually table salt. There's a whole way to do it. It cleans up your energy field. And then I do an energy cleanse on myself. Um, sometimes I don't do it at night and I'll do it in the morning, but ideally I do it at night. So do you pick up a lot of your clients' energy as you go through the day working with them? Yeah. I mean, with with energy, like you're, you're always going to pick it up. I mean, you can, there's some things you can do throughout the day to like help, but um especially if I'm in someone's closet, like you're picking up. Yeah. It's really important that I rely on my tools. Yeah. yeah. I think like, working with, working with people and being, being out in the world. Uh, yeah. We're, we're going to pick it up. So we've got to just learn how to clean it up. <laughs> and clean up that Aka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what do you define to be your kingdom? my kingdom like i'm still building it <laughs> i must like I'm, i think i'm going through a, a, a rebrand or i've been bringing a little bit out but i went through this amazing photo shoot recently and i'm, I'm maybe it'll be out by the time this airs who knows but like a new website and it's and I'm really like that feels like my kingdom of my new site and really communicating communicating what it is you know what i do it's like on the on the interwebs my kingdom <laughs> out there on the interwebs and lastly jen how do you crown yourself well i do have a literal crown you could see i thought about it before i was like i should have worn that today for you um how do i crown myself i think i mean i'm not just saying this because this is what i do but like wearing something fabulous that makes me feel really good for the day and how that one decision which a lot of times takes 10 minutes to get dressed and do my makeup, but how that, that ripples throughout my entire day. And that's so different than starting my day, you know, in, in yoga clothes, you know, and, and that, that, that energy of how I show up, um, makes me feel like a queen. Amazing. Jen, how do we find you? And most importantly, how do we work with you? Oh yeah. So um i'm on all platforms on instagram have a stylegasm um jen jen k on jen k stylegasm on linkedin and facebook but um my site may be up or maybe not be but you can book book a call with me to talk more i also i also host workshops on usually like a monthly basis where you can come and uh, dip your toe in and come experience i have one coming up this week and there'll, there'll be other ones to come but i like people join on zoom and you can like ask me 
you know, do a little uh, play in people's closets. So you actually do closet tours? <laughs> closet tours. Well, I mean, you know, it's funny. People, I mean, I'm kind of a like open book in a way, but um, I tell people like you can show up to the zoo and your closet, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people like they're, they don't want me to see their closets yet, but okay. <laughs> I, I once was on a call and a woman showed up and her office was in her closet and she had a whole two walls of shoes and it was all beautiful. <laughs> I love that. That's not. Oh, Jen, it has been such a pleasure having you on the Crown Yourself podcast and sharing your beautiful energy and your style with all of us. And as always, my fellow sovereigns, own your throne, mind your business because your ring is now. Let's have a style gassing together. <laughs> <laughs>